Hello and welcome, everybody. Uh, this is episode number three of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. We are your Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and I'm from Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, right beside me is my lovely wife, Lauren Miller. Hello. And of course, the other half of our Double Doubles, we also have Ryan and Lauren from London, Ontario. Hello. Hello. So today we are devoting this entire episode to Canadian content. Uh, and specifically, we're looking at travel tips for Canadians uh, when they're heading down to to any Disney destination. Um, we've got a few things that we're going to talk about, but ways that you can save money, be a little bit more efficient, and, uh, and help plan a, a little bit more of a straightforward or strategic vacation experience. And ma- more magical. More magical, yeah. yeah. Anything that makes things easier, I think, is a little bit more magical. So we're going to jump right in with our first... Uh, Canadian travel tip, and that is keeping an eye on the Canadian dollar. Uh, <laughs> kind of starting with a bit of a, a downer downer topic yeah. here, um, just because the Canadian dollar hasn't been uh, that strong as of late, but it seems to be leveling off. Um, I don't know what what are your strategies for uh, for looking after the dollar. So I just don't look. It's better, <laughs> <laughs> it's better not to know, that's, right? Yeah, you know, and just don't think about it. Because then well, you can't never do have anything. any fun, right? Yeah. yeah. Life's no fun if you're always worrying about how much things cost. But I think the hardest part is, I mean, before you get there, obviously you have to know how much the trip is going to cost and budget that amount. I, I guess the hard part is, um, you know, when, you, when you're budgeting, you can kind of see what the, uh, what the exchange is going to be. But depending on how you pay for it, it might end up being... Um, you know, a little bit more than what you're expecting. I, I don't know. I usually add 30% to, mm-hmm. to whatever the total cost is. I use the Google Canadian exchange rate little tool where you can just Google Canadian exchange rate and put in either the American amount and it roughly will um, tell you what it will be in Canadian. So I use that kind of as a guideline. Yeah. It's, it's, a, bit of a, it's a bit of a tough spot because it'll give you a, a rough estimate, mm-hmm. but the exchange rate is going to change every single day. And as you need, <sighs> uh, as you want to pay off your, your trip, um, it's, it's going to change every single day. So I guess that's, you know, I've never really used it as a strategy before, but normally if you're booking a vacation package, you've got your $200 deposit and then 30 days before you go, you have to pay the rest of it in full. Um, but I do know some people who will, you know, eagle eye on the dollar and when it looks marginally better than it's kind of normally been, they'll try to pay off as much of their upcoming trip as they can ahead of time. Um, I don't know. Have you guys tried that before? I, I don't know. I kind of find the Canadian dollar kind of similar to, to gas prices in the fact that a little fluctuation can make a little difference, but not as much as as I think the, the mentality of it. You know, sometimes gas goes up, say it's $1.09, and next day it's $1.07. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, i got to go get gas. And you've saved on 40 liters, 80 mm-hmm. cents, you know? Yeah. Uh, now, this is a bigger purchase, obviously. Um, but I do think to a certain extent, if you really know that you're going and you know that it's something that, that you have to do and you're 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 you know, making that, that track to the magical journey. Um, I, I don't know. Paying, paying close to the dollars can, I think sometimes kind of be a downer, right? It can yeah. kind of be a bummer knowing that we're going to spend, you know, 30% yeah. more because of the dollar. Uh, you know, I know, you know, a few years back it was, you know, it was close to par. And, oh, I and remember that, right? that was... our first few trips together. It was on par. 
2013. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. because Glorious that's, year. that's yeah. the year that Hadley was born and <laughs> we didn't travel that year. How oh, yeah. ironic. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I, I mean. I think, you know, not that ignorance is bliss and that's certainly not the case, but I think when it comes to the dollar to a certain extent, there is a bit of a, a letdown to knowing yeah. that, right? I mean, this is a magical trip and, and for some people it's a once in a lifetime trip or it's when, you know, little Jimmy turns eight, we're definitely going, mm-hmm. you know, don't let the dollar kind of stop you. I mean, there are some ways, you know, set aside some budgeting techniques. I know we will talk about some different options as we go on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't look at it a ton just because I know that I'm going to go anyways. And yep. so, you know, it's, uh, it's there's something. nothing you can do about it. No. Yeah. Not really. No. I think, I think so. if you know that you're heading towards it, um, you know, you, you just kind of expect it. Uh, you try to try your best to, to set the money aside and know that your budget's going to be, you know, around 30% higher. And we're not really in a position at the moment, um, in a tumultuous time where our, our dollar is actually storming towards uh, parity yeah. again. Um, so you know that we've kind of leveled off for, for a little while. We're probably not getting away from, uh, from that exchange rate for a bit, but you're right. Like if you, the, if you spend too much time kind of thinking about how much more it's going to cost in Canadian dollars, you're going to miss out on, on the opportunities that you're, that you're really going to want to experience. Mm-hmm. So it's probably better in the long run to, uh, to try and budget as best you can, um, save maybe a little bit more than you're expecting. And if you happen to spend less than that, then you're in an even better, uh, mm-hmm. better situation. But I think one of the ways that we, uh, we all kind of agree that uh, we can save money is in exchange fees. So I think when you have a, a Canadian credit card and you go down to down to the states and you buy anything, um, all I think currently all Canadian credit cards charge a uh, a fee, an exchange rate fee. Uh, it's usually about two and a half percent. But one of the ways that we get around that is uh, Disney gift cards. Um, have you guys uh, bought into Disney gift cards? Yeah, we use Disney gift cards a lot. Um, I love the idea of kind of using cash from my account to yeah. immediately put it on the trip. Uh, you know, buying the gift card and then converting it to the trip, I think, is a great way of doing it versus putting it on your credit card and, you know, not everybody is, is uh, you know, expedient at paying off those mm-hmm. those credit card bills, and so it can kind of add up. Uh, so doing the credit the gift cards, I think, is a great way of doing it. Um, keep in mind that Disney does work in, in the U.S. currency, which is what we've kind of been talking about. So when you buy this gift card, you're paying in Canadian dollars at the Disney store, at a shopper's, at Superstore, um, whoever covers uh Disney gift cards, and then you'll exchange it um, over the phone or online or with your travel agent, and they will then apply it to your account to the U.S. transaction rate. So if it's $100 Canadian, uh, maybe you're getting, let's say, what today would be, so seventy-seven thirty-eight mm-hmm. or whatever sure. American, uh, and then that would go towards your, your trip. So I think it's a great way of kind of being able to pay it, and it's a great way to kind of budget as well, right? So each time you're doing it, maybe it's $100 every two weeks on payday, you just go, you buy a gift card, send it to your travel agent or put it on your your, your account. And then, you know, gradually your reservation gets less and less. Absolutely. Balance. And I think the biggest the biggest plus of that is you are avoiding the, the transfer fee. Yeah. So y- what you're paying in Canadian dollars, you're getting whatever the equivalent exchange rate for that day is, uh, in U.S. dollars, but you're not paying an additional fee on top of that. Well, we like to use them at the park 
So yeah, absolutely. Sure. So we will. I don't know. Let's say put three hundred Canadian dollars on a on a card, and that is our money, maybe for like our quick service meals or um, any merchandise that we might want to buy. And it will do exactly what you said. It does the exchange rate, but at least I know how much I'm spending in Canadian. Um, I don't have to pay for it later. Uh, like I won't get a credit card bill when I get home. Um, and you'll and you save those same exchange fees. Uh, and I mean, when you take out cash from the bank, there's still a, a, a fee on that. Uh, so this helps avoid that. Um, yeah, I think they're great. They're very easy to use. Absolutely. Especially when we're in the parks too. Uh, once you have, if you're budgeting for souvenirs and you've got, let's say you put, uh, I don't know, 300 Canadian dollars and you say, I'm, I'm only going to spend 300 Canadian on souvenirs. When you go to the shops in Disney World uh, or Disneyland, uh, the receipts that you get uh, will tell you what your remaining balance is, but it'll tell you in U.S. dollars. So that's a huge plus when you're when you're trying to look around the parks for souvenirs. You kind of know right off, after the first transaction. You know, if I had three hundred dollars and uh, and my bill comes back after I bought my first, you know, ear headbands, uh, and it says that I have two hundred some odd dollars left. Uh, then you can go around the rest of the parks and, and budget using that amount. I have two comments. Uh, I haven't seen these ear headbands that you've bought, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to. Uh, but I think you can also use them on the cruise line. Yes, I think you can absolutely. use them on cruise ships. Yeah. I've actually great. been using them right now in paying for shipboard credits um, rather than waiting till after the cruise to kind of have that yeah. balance after you've done all the fun stuff. You can kind of prepay before you go and enjoy all the fun stuff and then walk off with no balance. Another thing I'd say about the gift cards that I like to recommend is if you're going to the parks, you're staying at Disney for a week, 10 days, you're going to take a quite a bit of American money, right? You, that doesn't always feel comfortable to kind of have that kind of cash in your pocket, in your wallet, even divided by, say hi to Stanley again. Uh, it's the cat. And um, so that way you can kind of have your Disney gift card as money but in a different form mm -hmm. so that you're not, you know, you kind of shuffle it around and not have, you know, six $700 of American cash in your wallet. Another thing that uh, we found that works well for our kids is um, grandma and grandma, grandpa will buy them a gift card if, say, for their birthday or Easter or something like that instead of giving them a gift. And that way the kids have a little bit of money. They can buy a souvenir, but they can use their gift card to do it when they're in the park. So that's been a nice, a nice way to not accumulate stuff here, but buy it in Disney. We had a, um, a client who was so happy with our services that she gifted us a, oh a gift card Fun. for Christmas. So and nice. I said, I think we're supposed to be giving these to you. Uh, but that was a really nice gift. But so, yes, like your kids, we've had uh, people gift it, like parents. They, they know where we're going. They know where we're spending yeah. our money. So, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's a great gift option um, if you know that someone's going to Disney. Well, sure and after you. Christmas, uh, if you do have, you know, three or four gift cards, you can actually combine the balances online into one single gift card so that you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, how much have I got on this card, how much I got left on this card. Uh, just combine all the balances. I think it's what DisneyGiftCard.com. I think so. Uh, that lets you combine the balances of those gift <coughs> cards and, uh, and then use them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good tip. Absolutely. Um, speaking of transfer fees or exchange rate fees, uh, some people who are frequent Disney travelers will actually go out of their way to, to 
find a, a bank that will uh, give them an American credit card. Uh, so some Canadian banks have U.S. Uh, banks that are affiliates or uh, or the same bank but uh, but on American soil, and that allows us as Canadians to to apply for American bank accounts, um, uh, American checking accounts, and then American credit cards. And that way, when you're transferring money over uh, across the border, uh, you are again, avoiding that two and a half percent fee that normally the, the Canadian credit cards are, are charging on top of that. I think most banks probably offer this, right? I know Royal Bank does. You said Bank of Montreal yes. does. I'm, I'm assuming most, most large it's banks certainly getting more popular. Something. Yeah. Yeah. One thing to kind of keep in mind is if you really want to kind of maximize your savings, do your research on which offers the best rate. Right. Um, I know that I've got a, an account with a bank that offers the the transaction you know between Canadian and US currency in my own bank so I can actually do it online and really really convenient but um, the teller at the bank told me that it was cheaper to get it at the currency exchange store at the mall. Yeah. So full disclosure, you know, we're not telling you which is the best option. Definitely do your research and kind of figure out which works best for you. I love the convenience of having my phone and being able to kind of convert money back and forth, but I'm probably going to save a few dollars if I drive down to the, to the mall, right? So, um, just kind of keep that in mind. But you're not going to save anything if you wait till you get to the airport. Their oh, exchange rates were crazy. That is correct. Wow. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> like airports Canadian side or stateside? Stateside. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't know. Now, Ooh. full disclosure, I, th- I, I think I speak for all of us here. We do not fly out of Pearson much at all, no. and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, but, yeah, we were in the Detroit airport, and... I forget why we wanted some extra money. We just wondered, oh, what is her exchange rate? I think, yeah, and I and think it was a lot. Yeah, I it wasn't it wasn't fifty percent, but it was Close. it wasn't wow. far no. from it. It was pretty yeah. awful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, I want to yeah. say forty something. Wow. Yeah, I was gonna say thirty eight percent. It was something. It was something I, that was so. Yeah. Just I, put it on your own credit card. Uh, yeah, at that, at that moment, at that moment, there was yeah. no savings being had. I didn't need those uh, bunny earphones for the five-year-old, so <laughs> we moved right. along. Yeah, well, let's get away sort of from the from the bank side or financial side of things. Um, one of the benefits for uh, for Canadians is actually uh, some of the offers that Disney will will give to Canadian residents uh, right now, uh, only for a few months left. The Canadian uh, resident. I think it's only till f- March. March. The end 15th. of March. 15th. Yeah. March 15th. March 15th. The, tickets, yeah. the Canadian resident ticket offer for uh, to be used until the end of September, September. 2019. Yeah. We can't really say how much the percentage is off because it seems to it fluctuates, fluctuates depending on the type of tickets you're getting. But it is a good savings. It's good value. Um, it can be combined currently with one of the room offers. Um and they're good until I want to say September twenty seventh, somewhere around there. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's definitely a savings, yeah. and it's significant oh, sure. enough. Yeah. Um, you have to go. You have to get at least four four days. Yes. Right. Uh, and in some cases, I've seen the four day does price out uh, less expensive than a three day at full cost. So absolutely, depending on how many people and what kind of tickets you're looking at, it's worth comparing that if you're thinking, oh, I only need three days. Well, there's four parks, so you definitely need four. So, mm-hmm. And look it's at cheaper that. To, yeah. with you, the Canadian resident You do offer. need to 
authorize these tickets yeah. uh, when you get there. So everyone needs to have government-issued Canadian oh, ID. All the adults. All the adults right. do. Yeah. 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 Uh, kids not so much, but, uh, and, and you can't authorize them at the parks, right? You have to no, authorize them. You can at the parks. Or at, uh, sorry, not guest services. You can't do it at your resort. That's right. Um, you need to go to some sort of guest services or, uh, or the ticket windows and, uh, and authorize with yeah. your. We've done it at Disney Springs mm-hmm. at yeah. the guest yeah. services. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just remember that ID and you only have to do it once. Yeah. Nice and easy. I mean, here's hoping that they'll continue the Canadian promotion, especially on tickets, because it seems to help. Uh, you know, it may not quite be the the same as the exchange rate, but it's close. So it's almost like you're getting closer to paying on par for, for what, uh, what the actual rack rate is in U.S. dollars. There's also uh, been some Canadian sailings. Uh, on yes. the cruise right. line. Off, yeah. Um, so there's, yeah, there's been a few that offer 25% off on certain staterooms, I believe, yep. and certain cruises. Um, do you know the cruises that they're offering that on right now? Right now, the Alaskan the, cruise and the yeah. Riviera, Mexican Riviera. Right. Um, so yeah, again, these are things that if you are interested in any of these vacations, maybe you can switch your dates around to kind of maximize the savings, right? Talk to your travel agent. Um, or, or go on the Disney website and kind of figure out what, what dates I, work for you. I and feel see like if... we're seeing these more and more. Yeah, well, and the cruising. Absolutely. Don't forget about Universal, right? They've got a Canadian right. yep. ticket yes. discount right now, too. So. Yeah. yeah. And I think in general, uh, I mean, it's great that Disney's offering uh, offers specifically geared towards Canadians, but really any, uh, any of their standard offers also apply, too. Right. So if you can for sure. find some way of, uh, of using... Uh, one of Disney's offers, either on a room or free dining, uh, some sort of combination of all of the above. Uh, if you can save yourself some money that way, that's kind of the ideal way to to get down there and uh, and save a bit on the on the exchange rate. I think uh, if if you're paying attention to the offers, if your travel agent is, you shouldn't have to pay full price for a room at Disney. If you're flexible with time, yeah, Yeah. definitely. If you're flexible with time, right? I mean, this is right. Like, if you're going December 25th to January 1st, right? That's just highly rare that you're going to get. And even now with the Canadian tickets, right? They're blacked out for, or they were for for 2018 holiday season. Um, But yeah, I think again, if if you're flexible, if you can be flexible with your dates, um, I think you've got a great chance at. And with your resort too, if you're if you if you're open, absolutely, absolutely, for sure. We just saw that with the the free dining promotion, right? That that just yep. happened. I mean, availability is different at each resort. You know, yep. The availability at Coronado Springs was flush. Yeah. The availability at other resorts like Port Orleans or Pop Century, it's just it's not as much, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, well, so, and that's another good point. When we were at Coronado, there was construction, so that's probably why we had the availability. But the construction really didn't impact our enjoyment at all. No, no, not at all. And I would say that that's a great way of looking at savings, right? Mm-hmm. If you are we look at last year when Caribbean Beach was yeah. was uh, offering being gift cards. Right, offering gift cards. I don't know if they'll ever do that again. Uh, that probably was, not. That it was, was pretty, it was pretty disruptive, I think, because it was more about the fact that they had no access to dining, right. or yeah. certain dining for for quite a while. But were and, they were they offering fifty dollars, seventy five dollars US plus, dollars? Plus, people could were able to get free dining mm-hmm. at that point and got gift cards. I am shocked for, that they combined it, and it was only for a brief amount of time. Yes. But I think it happened. 
I think they had such a uh, positive uh, feedback of yeah. that experience that they, they shut that down pretty quickly. So. Yeah. Yeah. There, so. yeah. Lots of people booked very quickly, yeah. I think, to get that yeah. um, that deal. Uh, I do, you know, it's a general savings tip, but something that isn't often talked about, but um, the, the housekeeping or mousekeeping, when you get to the resort, you can actually opt out of getting daily housekeeping in exchange for some amount of gift cards. Is and that at we, every resort? So we just got that offered to us at Coronado Springs and we opted out. Now I will say that after I opted out, I felt bad for it because I do worry about the yeah. impact it has yeah. on somebody who's holding a, a job. So that's, um, I don't know if I would do that again. Sure. And I'm trying to think. I think it was think... about $30. Now we were only there for four, four nights. nights. So and I'm pretty sure it was 30 or 35 So it wasn't quite $10 so, a day. It, no, it and was, really, it when you think about it, those people need their ten dollars more than, or their, you know, they need to the, clean rooms more than we need those ten dollars. Right? But, so. but yeah, like, uh, oh, well. but Disney still has to have somebody uh, check on the room every single day. Right. They still, and they and they mentioned that 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 you're st- still doing a. Uh, there was some type of check that they were. They yeah, called they're just a, like a, a wellness check or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, where they have to, there is still a physical person who has to check on the room, even if you're not having housekeeping right. or mousekeeping. Yeah, so day. they're already going to that process. I mean, yeah. But, but we did try it. And I was actually going to mention that that is a way, you know, if you are looking for, I mean, really, that's going to pay for a quick service meal, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's some savings in that. Um, and I mean, the longer you stay, obviously, the. But at any time, you could call them and kind of say, yes. look, I need it done. So, yeah. you know, you do have that option as well. As I said, I'm not sure that we would do it again, but it is certainly not. We did it. We did it once. One yeah. time, um, yeah. Now, we were traveling with somebody, a friend, who uh, prefers that they don't come clean anyway. Um, so she usually will put the sign on, on the door that it's occupied. Um, but, yeah, I kind of felt the same way. I'm not bothered by them coming in. Is it worth the money? Uh, eh, that's It's individual um, preference. Yeah. Um, our trip last, last month, well, I guess we were on DVC, so they only they come on a different schedule anyway. Right. Um, but, yeah, we, we didn't see it offered at Art of Animation. We were there only one night, so I don't think it would have been <laughs> yeah, offered. they're not going to offer us for, <laughs> uh, for one night. That's fair. But I remember seeing a sign at Pop Century in the spring saying, ask about this. Yeah. I don't remember seeing that out, but but maybe it's something that they just verbally offer to, to everybody. I'll say after four days of being in a hotel room with a nine and five-year-old, um, mousekeeping was missed. So, yeah. I mean, it's, you The know, garbages fill up quickly. The yeah, they're not huge and, garbages. and no. no. And you know what? Just coming back to the resort after a long day to have nice, you know, the bed made nice well, and all and that kind of stuff. sometimes they do nice little surprises, yeah, like absolutely. the towel, uh, I don't know what that is, towel art. Oh, the yes. towel animals, um, yeah. Or sometimes they'll Kids put, if you have like stuffed animals, I've seen pictures of people who have come back and like all their mini ears are displayed in the windows yeah. or put onto the towel art. Or the, the stuffed animals are tucked yeah. in. And, yeah. yeah, so those cute little surprises are nice that you're obviously not going to get if you've opted out of that. No, so. and I think it just it goes back to that experience, right? Yeah. Like even, you know, even that, the resort experience is so important. And yeah, so yeah, yeah we wouldn't do that again. Absolutely. Um, one of the ways that we as Canadians can save a little bit of money is actually finding some way of flying out of the States. Uh, even with the exchange, even with the exchange, paying, paying for the American, uh, the American price in flights. Uh, there's, 
we find there's better availability in flights yep. there. The rates are cheaper and, uh, and it's nice to cross the border in a car yes. and then fly Amen. then then trying to fly out of a an airport that doesn't have you know pre-clearance um well also the drive from hamilton to toronto is not pleasant and not predictable yeah not yeah. predictable so and just about the same length as the drive from hamilton to buffalo yeah right so we might as well make that drive down yeah uh you know, either park the park the car at the airport or, you know, book a hotel and, and do a park and fly. Um, it's, it, it's, you know, a bit of a no-brainer in terms of trying to save some money. That being said, we have heard uh, and we have seen some discount flights that are coming out of, uh, you know, even the Hamilton Airport uh, or Toronto. Swoop is, yeah. is one that's kind of offering lower discount lower rates. Discount rates. Um, whether it's a plus or not, I'm, I'm not really sure because, uh, we haven't experienced it yet, but that there are ways to save money flying out of Canada, but we find that there's just much better availability and, uh, and lower costs flying out of the States. I also love being able to get my boarding pass and check in for my flight at the resort when, mm, um, yep. that's only available to certain domestic flights. So when we fly Southwest, JetBlue, um, we can check in at our resort. They take our luggage. They check the luggage for us. They print out the boarding pass. Um, and all we have to do is kill some time and then get on the Magical Express. So I really love that service. Um, it does save some time at the airport as well. And you don't have to check your baggage with uh, Bell Services and then pull it out again to get to the airport. But that's a nice feature. And like you said, we prefer to cross the border uh, in the car. We find it yep. way easier. Um, and yeah, we've always found good prices for flying. Yeah. So we, uh, living in London, have a lot of options. We've flown out of Buffalo, Niagara Falls, New York, Flint, Michigan, and Detroit. We consistently find flights out of Detroit for like often a thousand dollars cheaper than if we were to fly out of Toronto. I mean, that's for a family of four, but that's significant. It's significant for sure. Um, and yes, timing is everything. Um, because it, it really does depend on the time and we don't like to fly at midnight or five in the morning with our little kids. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so we're willing to pay a bit extra, but even then we're saving a lot of money and, um, we find, uh, the flights, air carriers like Delta and Southwest are, absolutely fantastic yeah yeah i mean and you know what um flying isn't always luxurious and spirit and frontier and, and allegiant will get you there too right i mean it's you know sometimes you got to make sacrifices i loved the delta experience but we're flying spirit next because it's saving us a ton of money yeah. so right. i'd rather go to disney more yep and you know have my flight have no tv and then it's not a long yeah. flight from where we are no. from uh, no. flying from there yeah it's under three hours uh we just download a few episodes of something from uh, Netflix on an iPad, watch it that way, or just, you know, sleep, read. Yeah, yeah. Read a but book. The yeah. one thing I'd also say is, is on the flip side, not only is it convenient to kind of drive uh, to get across the border, but it's also convenient with Magical Express, right? Because you're now yeah. not doing an international flight. You're doing a domestic flight to Buffalo or Detroit yes. or somewhere uh, on the state side of the border. And that's going to decrease your time. 
uh, of having to get to the airport. Yep. And I'm telling you, you take an 11 o'clock in the morning flight and they want oh, you yeah. up at six. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, and that's an 11 o'clock in the morning flight, right? I've got yep. clients who fly at seven in the morning and they're leaving at, you know, three. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, they pick you up four hours early for, for international, international. And three hours for domestic. Right. Yeah. So this, it, it can, you know what, that can, that can ruin yeah. your, your, your last day. Right. So, um, that's something to kind of keep in mind as well. But the other thing I'd also say is depending on if you're doing a, a cruise, uh, or Magic Kingdom, and you're going to rent a car anyways, because some people like to have a car when they're on property. Look at flying into Tampa. Look at flying into Jacksonville was to, super cheap. Yeah, Jacksonville, um, West Palm Beach. Um, there's you know they're a couple hours away, but it could absolutely save you. Again, we're looking at you know four or five hundred dollars if you want to have that car on property anyways. And again, renting from that uh, airport might be cheaper than at MCO or, or the Orlando Airport. Uh, so just um, we're some actually to... renting in Tampa and dropping off in Cocoa Beach, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. For a cruise, yeah. yeah. And it was $70 yeah. for $40 American to pick it up in Tampa on the Friday and drop it off at the cruise on oh, the Saturday. And the savings on the flights? Yeah. On the yeah. savings flight were... Uh, a couple oh, hundred dollars me. easy. Yeah. And versus what I'd pay in the transfer from... Orlando Airport yeah. to, to Cocoa Beach, right? So, I mean, so those are just kind of tips and things. Again, your travel agent's going to kind of work with you on this. But again, if you're, you know, kind of independent and you want to do it, those are things to kind of look at as well. Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of flying, uh, there are some uh, Canadians who who will weigh the option of driving and saving a few bucks that way. They are hardy souls. <laughs> they are hardy souls. Uh, I will tell you, having driven uh, from Hamilton to disney world twice now 19 hours uh it is over 20 it's 21 21 hours i think direct depending on which route you go uh you know if you're going the most direct and not necessarily going along the coast uh it, it it is a long slog and you know kudos to everyone who wants to take that on it is if it's just for saving money i don't know if you can save any money unless you drive direct. Now we'll say we did it. I'm not the best flyer at times. I've had some real anxiety around flying. Um, Disney helps like knowing that I'll be at Disney helps a little bit, (laughs) a little bit, but, uh, but we also wanted to try it. So, you know, big thank you to Ryan for taking on and agreeing to (laughs) a lot of hours of driving. Um, but I mean, you know, now we can say we've done it. We've done it twice. Uh, we did it in November and we did it in August. Yeah. Um, you just always assume that it's going to take more time than what Google Maps is yeah. telling you because you are, you have to stop for meals. You have to take breaks just to stretch your legs. You and can't to be, be safe. Uh, and to be safe. Yeah. Especially if you're going to drive closer to the night hours, it's uh, it's a lot harder to, to drive solid straight hours uh at night without taking frequent breaks Mm -hmm. so uh it's while it can save you a little bit of money if you're gonna power through it and i I think depending on on the size of your family and if it's doable we had four people uh to trade off four adults um that we drove with in total of us there was four um in august so that was a little easier because we could all take turns driving. Absolutely. And and the amount that it would have cost us to uh, to have flights for four people um, are definitely way more than, than the cost of two hotel rooms mm-hmm. on the way down and one or two hotel rooms on the way back uh, if you want to split up, depending on how much you want to 
break up the drive. It's also Plus time. Food. Got, Plus yep, food can't forget and the gas. gas. The food and gas, yeah. You know, but you're right, the time when we were talking about the vacation days, right? You Some people just don't have the luxury of those extra vacation days or they mm-hmm. don't want to spend them driving and that's pretty much how I feel. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. only have seven days yeah. of vacation don't and waste. you're going to spend two of them no. driving there and back, you've got a three-day vacation right. yeah. in Disney World. Uh, or, you know, if you want to be in Disney for seven days, then you know you've got a 10 or 11-day vacation block that you have to get it's uh it's definitely tough because you're sacrificing the time um but lots of people do it yeah absolutely a lot of people do it um and you know what we have a luxury being in hamilton in london where we're close to american airports yeah there are those who are not close to american airports and you know either have to kind of make the decision of i'm going to spend two three thousand dollars in flights or drive it. And if that's the case, then I mean, you can absolutely save a lot of money by driving. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and if you've got the vacation time for it, the flexibility, um, I don't know if I-75 is kind of your best choice. I mean, I know it's kind of a harried experience and, and you know, it's not the most scenic. Um, so maybe drive down one way and drive back a different way just to kind of give you some variety. But uh, yeah, good on you guys for doing it. Because <laughs> I've tried to convince my family and they, they keep voting no. I seriously considered it this time. I looked at the map. I tried to map it out. I imagined what it would be like. And I got tired and just decided to buy a if flight. If you're tired, just thinking just about it. Just thinking about it. Well, yeah. especially your kids would be tired trying to... Yeah. They can't even drive across town without fighting. What yeah. the heck? And we have a barf bucket in our car. This at all times. At all times. So... Yes. Um, it's too many options for... Too many, too many opportunities. opportunities. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. yeah, for sure. Yes. No, no, absolutely. Right. No, our kids would just be crumpled up pieces yeah. of children by the end with all the vomit. And then, no. and then you have to you have, have a vacation. Turn around yeah. and do it again. Yeah, that's home. what I was going to ask. So you guys did it. Wow. After yeah. after you did it, did you, like, or after the first, like, the drive down, yeah. were you not, like, gassed, like, the day going to the parks on that first day? So we like, were really strategic about it where the first time that we drove, and it was just Lauren and I, um, we drove it over basically two and a tiny bit days. So we we left in the evening uh, on a Friday night, drove for about six hours. On the Saturday, we drove for about 14 hours straight. And then uh, on the Sunday, we had about an hour left to go. So even though we had just gone through a 14-hour drive day, um, we made sure to get to a hotel, get a good night's sleep so that we could get up make the one hour drive to Disney and felt pretty good about that uh, going in. There's also a good amount of adrenaline. Yeah. And excitement the, the excitement right. of when being you arrive, at Disney. Right. When you arrive, but thinking, okay, in two days we have to do this all again. You, I mean, you become resigned to it. And once you start, you're, you're in it. And driving back is, you know, a lot less fun, obviously, because you don't have the magic of Disney that you're going towards. Right. Uh, you're going away from it. Um, but for the most part, it's, but a, f- a flight is easier to get on, to come home That's than true. getting in the car. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I still hate the drive from Detroit back home. Yeah. That's a two hour drive. Yeah. But you get to stop and get your wine at the Meyer, So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't forget to get your, uh, your alcohol limit on the way back there. Canadians. <laughs> Absolutely. Two liters right. per person. Uh, two bottles of wine or two cases of beer. Oh, you've got it memorized. Well, I don't have to. <laughs> Those of you who drink beer will uh, probably have a better idea than me, but the wine I'm familiar with. Yeah. So another thing we were going to talk about was being aware of weather, right? Yeah, the 
the one thing that we kind of make assumptions about is what the weather is going to be like in Florida, uh, where we think that the weather is going to be, you know, it's Florida, so it's hot, humid, and sunny every day of the week. Um, but surprisingly, depending on the time of, time of year, uh, the weather could fluctuate entirely and be something that you're not expecting. Well, and it, it can cool down quite a bit at night. So the day may be totally comfortable, uh, but in those winter months, uh, well, we were just there in January, uh, and we saw temperatures that were only about 8 to 10 degrees during the day. Uh, so it was unseasonably cold. It was, um, and it was still fine to be outside if you were dressed for it, but I know that some people just think that it should be warm all the time. It's Florida. Um, so you want to bring it, you want to pack accordingly. You want to bring a jacket in case you need it. Um, if you, you know, if you want gloves or mittens in the evening, if it might be that chilly, it's good to have those on hand. You may want to bring a pair of pants, not all shorts. Um, but that not having the proper attire for chilly weather can really, um, interfere with the enjoyment of the trip and or, be very uncomfortable. Or interfere with your budget as well. Right? Yeah. Yes. Start buying some uh, Mickey uh, yeah. jogging pants and some. Oh, and they had out like trays of black toques for probably about, I think it was $20. And yeah. blankets. Yeah, for, like, and blankets. 30 or $40. Whoa. And people yeah. were walking around with blankets, kind of like capes and, uh, but yeah, if you're if you're not used to, if you're not prepared, they will have stuff for you and it's not, I mean, it's, the price is not really reflective of the quality. No. Um, well, $12 ponchos when yes. they're there in December. That's, yeah. $12! That's the one thing that I think, uh, you know, isn't shouldn't be surprising in Florida because Florida is very humid, very wet. It can rain at any moment, we, pretty much any time of year. We bring ponchos with us every day to the park. Like because just, you just never know. No. Just regardless, we bring them. Um, yeah, because you never know. We don't want to buy them from disney we usually buy them from canadian tire for six dollars or less yeah um, canadian not the twelve dollar yeah, american yeah. yeah and uh or sometimes they're good for like splash mountain if you don't want to get Absolutely, wet yeah um there's no shame in that so no. uh yeah we we bring those all the time absolutely um, one thing I was going to say is, and I'm sure there's somebody out here right now saying eight degrees, 10 degrees in January. That's amazing. Like I'd rather be there than here. Honestly, it's so different. Your body, because uh, I used to think I'll go there. How come when I'm here at home and it's minus 10 and I'm freezing and I go to Florida and it's eight and I'm freezing, it's just the way that it works. It, it does, eight degrees in Florida feels very cold. You're just, your body's not used to it. Yep. Um, it's not like you're going to go and be like, that's 18 degrees difference. I'm going to be great. It's really not. Bring yeah. something warm. Well, and you're out all day. Yeah, absolutely. We're on your, you're on the rides uh, that create a little bit of a breeze. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially if Thunder it's Mountain. raining. Yeah. yeah. So we did it. We stayed outside, but you really do have to be dressed for it. Yeah. The one thing, and I would say that we were there about two weeks before you guys, and we yeah. were there for two whole weeks, and it was 25 degrees and sunny every single day. Which just shows that. you the fluctuation and yeah. how you can't really prepare. Definitely keep watching the Weather Network. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just kind of being aware of what's to come, right? Going to look mm -hmm. at that 14-day forecast, but know that that can change as well, right? So yeah. really, you, it, it is, at that time of year, it is prepare for everything. Well, yeah, I try we... to pack lightly, but, you know, at, there are certain times of year, especially over the winter, that you absolutely should be overpacking. Yeah. We needed sunscreen. We needed hats. It was hot 
And that oh. was that was December, like right over Christmas. I couldn't. I was yeah. shocked. Wow. Well, no, I was. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I think probably uh, one of the other things that uh, that we see on a regular basis uh, are this the souvenir shopping. So when the when you have young kids and they definitely want something Disney, it's cheaper to to buy some of those souvenirs up here and bring them down with you down to the parks. Right? So we have a couple of favorite stores. So we often get lucky at uh, Giant Tiger. They often, GT Boutique, they (laughs) often have uh, Disney uh, characters on t-shirts and sometimes dresses for Hadley. And uh, Walmart also usually has some of those kind of options. And we like to kind of bring, you know, a fancy dress or two because I'm not going to spend $70 to $100 on a fancy dress in the... the I I know that the Disney store usually around Halloween will have... They'll have like a decent sale sale on all their like costume um, style. And this year I noticed they also had adult size uh, costumes. So I think they were at least 30% off. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're dealing with the Canadian dollar. Mm -hmm. So way better. Absolutely. And even if, uh, well, especially if you have a, you know, a little one who's going to go for an appointment at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, the, the costs of the dresses and the accessories down there when it's happening is much more than than it would be up here in Canadian dollars, especially if you can get it on sale. Mm-hmm. And who wants to dress their kid up, spend two hundred dollars, and <laughs> to have them spill an ice cream on themselves Ooh. at Magic Kingdom, right? Yeah. So I, I, as much as I love the idea of it, I think I'm going to wait till she's a little bit older before we do that. <laughs> <laughs> a little better hand-eye coordination. Yeah, she's yeah. still messy. Uh, okay, uh, I think the last thing that we should be talking about uh in our canadian travel tips is something that we don't often think about uh because we kind of get wrapped up in the canadian calendar is that the american holidays will sometimes throw a huge wrench into the the busyness at the parks so when you're planning uh, a trip down to to walt disney world or, or disneyland um keeping in mind the american holidays can uh, can go a long way to to making sure that you avoid the the high peak, uh, busy times uh, full of people, and even just the few days around those holidays. Also, the some of the holidays are the same. You know, yeah, Christmas sure. is obviously yeah. the Easter. same, but there are yeah. also some of those that uh, happen at the same time but have different names. Yeah, or like um, Jersey Week is I think the best one, right? right? Where it's like. You know, yeah, two or three states in the northeast. You know, all of a sudden to take are the, off in are November. Off. And then, you know, a lot of them yeah. go and, and visit and I, the parks. And, and it's pretty much any holiday. Yeah. Uh, Martin well, Luther King, I know in January, Martin mm-hmm. Luther King Day, yeah. really spikes in crowds. And it's kind of those days, even just before and after, that you want to absolutely want to avoid. And those are going to be the higher pricing as well for absolutely. resorts. Yeah. Definitely around, uh, you know, July is going to be peak season anyway, but right around... Uh, July 1st is, is Canada day. And, you know, we do celebrate here, uh, but not as big as the Americans celebrate July 4th, a couple days later. So if you are heading to, to Disney world near July 4th, I think it's one of the other days. There's only a few days where magic kingdom might hit their capacity and, uh, and not be able to bring in as many people. But, uh, but that fireworks display on July 4th is something that a ton of people want to go see. So if you are traveling around those days, you are expecting huge crowds. 
Uh, I think the other big one is uh, something we forget about frequently is American Thanksgiving is a month after uh, after us or, or more, depending on uh, kind of when it falls. Well, I know some people think, well, it's it's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, it's New Year's. You're, people are not going to be out. They're going to be at home. They're going to be with their family. Um, people go to Disney. <coughs> it's very, very busy. Uh, and, and we're talking lineups for bathrooms, lineups yeah. to get in, lineups, lineups for food. For food. Yeah. Um, lineups, like just car lineups uh, to get to... Um, like the parking area. So you're just wait, you're, you're going to end up waiting and spending too much time doing things other than what you want to be doing. Yeah. So AKA don't travel on Christmas day or New Year's day. Yeah. Although so, we were, but you no, were pretty close, yeah. right? We yeah. January 4th we January, and 5th. Yeah. And we're not saying don't do it, but we're saying understand that you're going to be fighting the crowds. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and you're going to be Plan paying a higher price. Yeah. Um, and I think, I know some people, like to do it and they've done it multiple times. Absolutely, I think yeah. uh, if it's not your first trip, mm-hmm. then you, you're not as worried about experiencing yeah. everything. I say and that I think, to everyone. Don't expect to see everything. Anyway. Yeah. No, but yeah. I think you just touched on a good point. And with Disney's new kind of dynamic ticket pricing, mm-hmm. you're looking at a window now of what your tickets are going to be costing, right? It's no longer your tickets in value season, yes. your tickets in premium or, or whatever. The, now it's, well, your ticket can be from day one to day four, and day four is on July 1st or whatever the day is, and all of a sudden your ticket prices are going to be a lot more than, than they would have been last mm-hmm. year at the same time. So I think that really does, as a Canadian, something you need to kind of think about because it will impact your bottom line and how much your reservation is going to cost. So definitely um, you know, the lower times to go are going to be when those seasons are not there, right? Again, typical August, mm-hmm. um, you know, January, you know, when things aren't really around those times, you know, excluding Martin Luther King Day. Um, so you're definitely kind of looking at, at different months that you can go and kind of playing around with what's going to be the best option. Absolutely. I have uh, just something I thought of that I feel like is worth mentioning. Uh, is this like, super like fun. totally random and like yeah. just off the... Yeah, right. insurance. Oh, yeah. So great one. Yeah, ah, like for sure. totally. Because uh, us as Canadians no longer can get yeah. the Disney insurance, which yes. used to be, by the way, one of the best... Yeah. Values but of the I, whole. I think it's important to consider medical insurance when oh, traveling. Too, yeah. Travel yeah. and medical. Um, I just always think uh, I don't want to have to call an ambulance. Yeah. I don't want to like. I just think uh, the potential risk is quite high for what you might be paying, and uh, it's important to look at your insurance options. Right, and I would say uh, you know what a lot of people um, will tell us. Oh, I've got it with work. I've got it with my credit card. Please check that out. Check that what you think you have with your work yes. is actually what There's you have. There's also a lot of details, um, and I saw this online recently. Uh, it was actually a sponsored ad for a credit card that was saying they had great travel insurance mm. and a link to it. And there were a number of comments below saying, well, uh, and I, I can't remember details, but it was uh, a misunderstanding between the terms of cancellations of flights and delays and what was being... Uh, interpreted as a cancellation or a delay and what would be covered. Um, so it's just important to look at those and, and differentiate to make sure that you're getting the coverage that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes you might think your delay is covered, but by the terms of your insurance, it's actually considered a cancellation or vice versa, and yeah. it's not covered. So yeah, I think I think it's something important. It's something we don't 
we'll always want to wade through something we don't want to pay for. But I do think it's, it's worth mentioning, especially traveling in a different country. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's one of those things that you don't always budget for. And I think yeah. it's something that you should really think about because well, yeah, it's just one of those things where, you know, and, and being agents, you know, there are horror stories that we hear all the time of people not having it yeah. and uh, they get hurricanes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. We've, we've been there. Yeah, tell us about that. Uh, we lucked out in that our traveling was not affected. We arrived shortly before Hurricane, Hurricane Irma. Irma hit on our honeymoon. Uh, and so we had a long enough stay, but but we had to help other people who were planning on driving there um, and rearrange. Now, I will say Disney was very good, very accommodating. And, but, and, well, and all the airlines are also yes. equally accommodating yeah. when there's some sort of imminent natural disaster but but it really depends it's case by case it depends when you're supposed to go if you have to add extra nights to your stay so i mean and and if you're on a cruise that's something else that can be uh affected now we can still as canadians get the cruise insurance through disney yes um so i think that's that's something important worthwhile and that's something i would highly recommend as well simply because cruises are such a different entity in that mm-hmm. you're on the water if you need to be lifted or lifted or, or anything like that it becomes a very pricey yep. uh endeavor quick so definitely i would look at that yeah absolutely so to end on that fun note yeah, yeah. <laughs> so have fun on your trip uh we hope you don't uh, break an ankle yeah absolutely well, i think these all have been like really important tips for for canadians when they're traveling because some of them will save you money some of them will save you time uh help you be more efficient and uh but they're all really worthwhile in considering when you're when you're planning um you know make sure that you have all the details uh before you're going down thinking about insurance and and stuff like that is uh is definitely something that you need before you before you get down there and it's uh and you're and you're already in that spot but uh, but that's it for us today. Um, that's a whole lot of Canadian content. It's a, that was. It's a yeah. full show. I believe Can-Con. that saves us for the next like yeah, three. Yeah, you like build yeah. it up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we want to thank you for for listening in. Uh, on behalf of myself, Ryan and Lauren, and Ryan and Lauren, yeah. uh, we are the Double Doubles, uh, and you've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank, thank you. you.